free people from free countries get to travel as free people to other free countries. It's the end of the world as we know it, and Nancy Pelosi feels fine. Details at 11. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, as I'm sure you know, uh, over the last few days, and it's breaking news today as we tape this on Tuesday, uh, Nancy Pelosi, the Democratic Speaker of the House, has been on this sort of whirlwind tour of East Asia, and her stop... On uh, on Tuesday night local time was her military plane landed in Taiwan, the uh, the airport there outside of Taipei, I believe. And the communist government on uh, on mainland China is just furious about this, uh, releasing all kinds of nasty threats. Uh, they mobilized. They uh, China sent out com- communist China sent out both their aircraft carriers. They sent uh, I don't even know how many Su-35 fighter planes to the uh, the, the demarcation line there above the t- Taiwan Strait between uh, the Republic of China and the People's Republic of China. Uh, we got to assume there are submarines. We had a, a aircraft carrier there and two of our amphibious assault ships. So there's just a lot of stuff going on, including I forgot this uh, to tell you how serious. The uh, U.S. military is taking this. The Air Force sent no fewer than 20 KC-135 tankers to Japan to refuel jets if uh, we got into a scrap with communist China. This this is all about one lady visiting China's so-called breakaway province. Um, Bill, I know we want to uh, speculate a bit on the motives for Pelosi's trip and the timing and all of that. But I'd also like you to uh, talk maybe a little bit about the risks of this sort of collision of great military power in a very small area. It's my considered opinion as a student of military history that Nancy Pelosi going to ta- to Taiwan has significantly lowered the chance of us going to war with China. Significantly lowered it. Um other breaking news as we record this is that it's apparently two and a half inches of snow in hell because I never thought that I would ever live long enough to say, say myself in a position where I admired something that Nancy Pelosi did. But I do admire this and I think it's long overdue. Long overdue. You mentioned that they had their carriers in the in the area and they had their, they sorted their both jets of them, yeah. in the air. Yeah, their carriers are garbage and so are their jets. Uh, and and This is the kind of thing that we should have been doing, well, I don't know, once every major U.S. holiday. We should be sending a a major top official to Taiwan. And and, and I think next time we do it, I think we ought to have them escorted in by some of our own carriers, which are not garbage. Uh, This sounds belligerent and, and, and saber rattling and jingoistic, and that's how I want it to sound. The idea that that China can prevent us from going to the free country of Taiwan is laughable. And the idea that we would acquiesce to this policy is dangerous. Yes. Very dangerous. The Chinese uh, are having an absolute conniption about this. And this conniption fit should have happened a long time ago and should be happening on a regular basis. And if it did, there wouldn't be any conniption fits. One of the things that, that drives war, Steve. In fact, the the single greatest cause of war is misreading your opponent's intentions. That's always the the, the cause of the war. That's why the Japanese 
bomb Pearl Harbor because they were quite convinced that we would simply say, well, I guess that's over with. We'll just stay here in San Diego and you can have the Pacific. It's what they actually thought. Well, that didn't work out that way for, for, for them. So, so the more that we talk about uh, China being our partner, China being our friend and, and, and the one China policy and all the rest of it, the more likely we are to convince mainland China that if they decide to make this play for, for Taiwan and invade it, then we'll issue a strongly worded letter and um, as we did with uh, with Ukraine, and, and that'll be the end of it. Now, for those of you who, who think that, you know, I've got no business getting America involved in in, uh, in war between the Straits of uh, Taiwan, I would, uh, I would respond respectfully by saying, no, no, no. This is our current geopolitical enemy who is doing everything in its power to destroy this country from within and without, and that, and that this is the kind of thing that is necessary to prevent conflict. And, and if it leads to conflict, I'd rather have the conflict now than later. Uh, they are a rogue nation, Steve. Their fishing fleets are in are in the home waters of every country on the planet that 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 borders the ocean. They they are absolutely on every level completely completely divorced from international standards. As a matter of fact, just a couple of days ago, we had this enormous Chinese rocket booster re-enter the atmosphere in an uncontrolled re-entry, and the Chinese refused to share the orbital data on it. They just refused. You know, this is something that all civilized nations do in order to mitigate risk. They, they are not good people. The Chinese people are fine people. I have no problem with the Chinese people, but the Chinese Communist Party is a, is a, is a gangster operation. And so if they want to threaten us with landing the secretaries, uh, the, uh, the Speaker of the House in Taiwan, I say we go back again next week. And, and, and I say we go back again next week in international waters and we go with... Uh, with the big stick, and we don't say a word. Freedom of the seas, baby. Ah, it's a trade that's kept us rich since our founding, believe it or not. Uh, Scott, I want to talk about a little bit of the psychology of the... Of the By the way, Steve, yeah. not just yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't just kept us rich. It's kept the world yes. rich, yeah. right? The, 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 the United States patrol of, of, the, of the oceans of the world, following right on the heels of, of, of Great Britain doing it for the previous century or two, has allowed the world to become unbelievably prosperous simply because there is, in fact, a policeman out there on the on the oceans of the world, and that policeman's the United States Navy, and 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 the president said, well, the Navy, the uh, the I don't think the military thinks it's a good idea. The people in the military who don't think it's a good idea are the people who are convinced that the number one goal of the military is to combat global warming, and the number one threatening. <laughs> Uh, threat to this country is 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 not enough inclusivity in in the military. Those people may be scared, but I guarantee you the sub skippers and the destroyer skippers and the, and the carrier skippers are not the slightest bit worried about this 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 Chinese saber dance. You know, it was uh, it was a Los Angeles attack sub. I, I think it was the uh, uh, the it was the USS Dallas. I'm pretty sure uh, the one featured in a bunch of Clancy books, whose motto was "First in harm's way." And if you ask me, that ought to be the motto for the entire Navy. It's just it's just beautiful. Um, so thank you, United States Navy, once again. Uh, I think the Spru, I, sorry, sorry, no, no. I was on board USS Spru and says uh, Arleigh Burke class destroyer. And from memory, I'm not 100% sure of this, but I'm pretty sure that ship's motto is begin the attack. Oh, beautiful. Send, let's send DD, uh, DDG 111 out there and see what they have to say.
Nice. Uh, Scott, I want to talk a little bit about the psychology of the Communist Party of, of mainland China. They did a lot of bluff and bluster. And more than that, uh, when I say they sorted both of their carriers, I mean, they were in port until a couple of days ago. They just rushed them out in a big show of force. Uh, they put a, what looked like an invasion force of amphibious tank after amphibious tank after amphibious tank on the uh, on the coast right across from Taiwan. Uh, what else did they do? Oh, they were firing off uh, missiles. They got missile batteries lining the coast. It was just a huge show of force. Uh, all of this uh, diplomatic bluster and bluff. But in the end, they couldn't stop one old lady from landing in an airport this far away from their own country. Um, why would they take that risk? Well, I just think it's good every once in a while to let President uh, Jinping, whose pronoun, by the way, is she, um, that we should let him know <laughs> that um, <laughs> or she. she know. Anyway, that anytime we want, an American geezer chick in a pink pants suit can step off an airplane in Taiwan with full freedom of travel. Um, and I'm, I'm with Bill on this. I don't I don't see it as a provocative move, uh, but it's more like just saying, look, this is, you don't, you're not the boss of me. You don't own this. You can't control this. And, um, you know, keep making stuff for our, uh, for our teenagers and uh, 20 year olds to, <laughs> to buy, get back to work and stop wasting your money on those military weaponry that, which is never going to be deployed. Um, I, you know, I think that President Biden probably got on the phone with Xi Jinping and said, look, first of all, you know, technically California is just a protectorate of the United States. So I don't <laughs> think you really have to worry too much. Uh, you know, it's like a lot, not like, like a if full. If the Chinese invade California, it will become slightly less communist. <laughs> That's right. And, nice. and she's just one out of 435. I mean, it's not like she's the, she's the empress of the United States. No, I, I, I think that, um, I'm with Bill on saying that Speaker Pelosi did the right thing. I think that, uh, anytime a member of Congress wants to go over and talk to our allies over there, as long as they're not blowing too much of their junket budget, um, that they should be able to do that. And, um, and we should not be intimidated. I'm glad she didn't back down. Uh, I'm glad she didn't, you know, because there was a lot of pressure in the last couple of days from the panicky media saying, oh, well, what if this starts World War III? From the III? Biden White House. I'm like, you know, if this... If as if this starts World War Three, it's better that we start it now than after China has spent another trillion dollars on armaments and uh, and equipping people. But in any case, uh, Speaker Pelosi, congratulations, good move. Um, I'm sure her security detail is substantially beefed up from what it normally is, and that they're going to do a good job in protecting her over there. And and, and I don't have any fear at all that this is going to start World War Three. Yeah. Now, I, I don't actually know what Nancy Pelosi's motives were for going to Taiwan. Maybe it was to maybe either. it was to boost her stock portfolio. Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if there was something, you know, <clears throat> little uh, schemey and underhanded yeah. about the whole thing. That smells said, like tuna to me. <laughs> that said, free people from free countries get to travel as free people to other free countries. That's the world yeah. we fought very hard to build, and it's the world I hope we fight very hard to defend. Um, and the thing to remember is, whether you believe in the one China policy or not, there's only one legitimate Chinese government, and it's located 
on Taiwan because the Chinese people who live there get to freely elect their own government. And that is what makes it legitimate. The mainland government, it's a communist thugocracy, no legitimacy whatsoever. And we don't let those people tell us where we cannot can and cannot go. Um, to the people of Taiwan, thank you for standing so strong. Uh, just it warm my heart to see you guys get your planes and your ships out there and perform and execute with, with just precision in the handoff uh, between our Air Force escort jets and your Air Force escort jets to get that plane to land safely. Bravo. Well done. Um, I'm glad that uh, American government officials are visiting your free country. I'm just sorry we didn't send our best. Maybe we'll do better next time. And that is your right angle on that. Brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Hey, quick reminder. I meant to say this at the beginning of the show. Uh, to get stuff like this, we need your support. So if you can get the thumbs up, the, the, the notification button, the five star, any of that would be great. If you want to become a supporter, we'd love that even more. Go to BillWhittle.com, hit join or make a one-time donation. Whatever you can give would really help us out. Thanks so much, and We'll see you next time.